Welcome, 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 everybody. We're glad you're listening. My name is James, and you are listening to the Swim Teacher Podcast, the SEAL Spotlight Podcast. My name is James, and of course, my co-host is... Emily. Hi there. We're happy you're listening, and today's a very special episode, our second episode, with our first ever special guest, which we will have one every episode from now on. And here to introduce yourself is... Kara, hi, my name is Kara, and I've been swimming since I was like four years old, and I'm really excited to be here. Amazing. Thank you so much. We're not going to spend too much time before we hop into our warm-up question. We're very excited to pick your brain and hear what you have to say, hear your swimming experiences. So we're going to jump right into it with, if you could invite anyone to dinner, dead or alive, who would you choose? Um, I think I would choose Taylor Swift because I'm a massive fan of her and I just love to pick her brain about her lyricism. I just think it would be really cool. Very good choice. Yes. If you uh, have that dinner, you better invite me because I I am also a massive fan and I think it would be so much fun. Um, What about you, James? Um, Honestly, I really want someone I can just talk to and find things out for myself for a really long time. So I really would like to talk to Steve Jobs. I wanted, mm. I was thinking of dead people, but recent dead people. So I can really find out more. Um, He's not dead. He is dead. Steve Jobs <laughs> is dead. Yeah, Steve Jobs is not, not around anymore. Not around. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so I think I would really have a great time just talking to one of the best businessmen around. Mm. Emily? Who would you like to talk to? I'd probably pick uh, Charles Darwin to hear Amazing. a little bit more about his uh, theory of evolution. Uh, I think that his time spent in the Galapagos would be really cool to hear about um, and hear all of his theories and just have a good chat with him. I think that that would be a lot of fun. Amazing. So now we're going to get into our swim uh questions okay Kara and the first one I have for you is how did you first get involved with SEAL and or Simon um so my neighbor who taught me how to swim worked at the same community center as him and yeah so basically I feel like I've always known Simon because I've just been around him since I was like six years old so I don't really remember much I just know he was like always there Right. So kind of similar to my experience, which I talked about in the last episode where it's like, I don't remember meeting him, but I know I've known him for a long time. Yeah. And why did you choose to become a swim teacher? Um, I think like the first reason I chose to become a swim teacher was because like I was getting to the age where I like needed a job and swimming was just like something I knew how to do. Like it was like I didn't have to learn anything. And I would always, like, at people's, like, birthday parties, I would, like, correct their stroke. Like, I was kind of (laughs) weird, but I would just do it. So, yeah. I I 100% agree. I feel I've recently noticed um, in my past self, I think I was a little bit obnoxious in pools. I was always trying to be. I would just do laps sometimes in a little pool. My dad didn't know how to swim. And I was like six and I was like, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you. So this started from an early age. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And what do you think 
makes for a great swimming teacher? Like any skills or an attitude? Um, I think definitely like patience because I feel like sometimes like you don't realize how long it actually takes to learn something. So like having patience with them and realizing that it's going to take some time and then also having a positive attitude. Cause I find if like you're like low energy or you're being really negative and you're like class is like having that same sort of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you're kind very, of... very true. Yeah. I 100% agree. I think attitude is one of the biggest things I think um, how you carry yourself around your students is might be equally as important as what you're talking about just yeah. to keep engagement up yeah and I really like what you said about patience like every swimmer is different in terms of comfort level and where they're starting from so it might take two weeks to get someone to put their face in the water and blow bubbles and it, or yeah. it might get take two months for that to happen you know and so for us as teachers we have to be really patient with how we approach those kind of things and any progress is good progress right yeah so Absolutely. yeah I totally agree what is your earliest memory of swimming um my earliest memory of swimming is I was at a friend's pool and I think I was about four or something and I was like, I, at the bottom of the pool, there was a frog and I was absolutely <laughs> terrified. And I think I never went into the pool again because of it. I was like, I can't. Oh, was it like a backyard pool? And so yeah. frogs were swimming around in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's enough for me. Not I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with that being said, where do you think is the most interesting place you've ever swam like ever um I went to Australia once and I swam at one of the beaches there and I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever I also got stung by a jellyfish while I was swimming so it was like not fun but it was really cool yeah like what were you doing in Australia how old were you I was 13 and like I have like an aunt that lives there so oh okay yeah. What did you, what did you do when you ahead. got stung by the jellyfish? My aunt told me I was being dramatic, so oh, nothing. No. She was like, get back in the ocean. I was like, okay. Oh, wow. Did you go surfing or did you attempt to? Yeah, I learned how to surf. I think I stood up for like about two seconds before Incredible. I fell down. Yeah. Wow. There you wow. go. I've heard stories of Australia where you can't swim for a certain period of time it's like two months where the jellyfish come back to the to the shore there was like incredible there's like signs saying oh beware jellyfish and I was like should we be swimming here and they're like don't worry it's fine did you see all of the lifeguards on the beach because like Australia is known for having like fantastic beach lifeguards like Bondi Rescue you know they had like a lot of lifeguards and it was really funny because my cousin left her phone there and the lifeguard found it Constantly saving everyone. Yeah, there you Incredible. go. Now, what would you say is your favorite skill or stroke to teach, or um, your favorite drill to give, or favorite stroke to teach? Okay, I really like teaching backstroke, and I think it's just because I love swimming it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just like it's fun. It is really hard for people to learn, but I think it's really fun. And my favorite drill to give, uh, well, when I'm teaching development, 
class, I like giving them drills that like we used to do when we swam competitively. So, cause it's just really fun. I pick my favorite. I never give them like, I hated doing the in and out. So I would never give them that. I am also an in and out uh, hater. I do not like that drill. <laughs> it is yeah. not a good time. Um, for, yeah. for those who don't know, 500 in and out is a classic drill mm-hmm. that um, our coach would love love to give when we all swam together and it is 500 meters of going back and forth but each time you go to a wall you cannot flip turn you have to climb out of the pool walk around either touch the wall or walk around the diving block and dive back in so you're constantly swimming climb out dive swimming climb out (laughs) dive or in the shallow end slipping in but slipping in yeah so it was it was a little bit intensive it was. You're constantly pushing yourself out. I personally absolutely <laughs> loved it. Oh, I man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but you like the weirdest drills, like the most <laughs> annoying ones. You're like, this is my <laughs> This favorite. is a good drill. This it is, is a good drill. It's, I don't know. They have, they have a certain charm. Mm-hmm. I Carol, feel like you can even admit that. Carol, what's like, your favorite yeah. stroke to swim? My favorite stroke to swim is definitely butterfly. Mm-hmm. And I also love doing it in races because less people swim it. And it's just really, really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like a butterfly is kind of a chaotic stroke where if you're like athletic and you're strong and you can float, you can just like bang out a 50 fly yeah. and just like see what happens. And then you have people that are like, it's such a pretty stroke when like people can swim it really, really well, mm-hmm. like, like you. Yeah. And yeah, it's just. That's cool. I I just love it. My fifty yeah. fly at time was faster than my fifty free. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have to I have to agree. Fly is one of those things where at the beginning, while you're learning it, while you're really getting the hang of it, you hate it just because of how hard it is at the beginning, how daunting of a task it is. But then I feel like as you get it, it's so much fun. It's like mm-hmm. such a fun thing it's to like do. The way weird. your arms flip over. For me, like I remember, I used to do lessons with my brother. And they were trying to teach my brother it and he couldn't get it. And then oh, I man. could. Like it was just like a natural thing for me. Right. Like, I just did it. Yeah. That's yeah. And you can definitely tell, especially when teaching students, like if they're just like naturals at something. Like yeah. I'll have um students that are hard, they have a really hard time like swimming front crow, but then they'll be like an like doing laps on their back, like doing yeah. laps of backstroke. I'm like, well that's that's really good or like vice versa they're really good on their mm-hmm. front but they're not so good on their back yeah um, so I guess you were just one of those people just a, a fly natural yeah um what do you think was one part of swim practice slash lessons growing up that was your favorite and what is your favorite part of the lesson to teach now um my favorite part when I was swimming was always relays or races mm-hmm. because I'm I've just always been sort of competitive. So I love doing it. And I like doing sprints for like short distances. So it was just my favorite part. And yeah. Yeah. I I liked relays too, because I feel like swimming is like an individual sport, you know, your race, you have, you have your team, but you guys are all like competing for yourselves almost. Mm -hmm. So having that like nice little team relay team atmosphere too, when you're swimming it and you're not just swimming for yourself, but you're swimming for your team. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. I love Realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Finally, what are your uh, goals for any last swimming goals or teaching goals that you're working towards? Right um, I'm trying to think. Uh, for teaching, like, definitely... I feel like when I first started teaching, I had like very low confidence in it. So right now it's like building confidence, confidence. I can't speak, but especially adult classes, because I don't know why those classes are like, I, they freak me out because they're so much older than me. And I'm like, why are you listening to me? But um, I've been like doing it with James and like Robert, and it's really helped me build my confidence teaching it and mm-hmm. figuring out how you would teach that sort of class. So, yeah. yeah. I have to agree. One of my favorite things is um, just those little downtimes when you're not teaching or you're walking with someone who is teaching a class and you're just seeing them teach, seeing how they teach. Yeah. And then you're inputting that into your classes and you see oh they teach this class this way they do this that's really interesting I'm mm-hmm. going to do that it's really working it's mm-hmm. a different way to do what I'm trying to do in the moment maybe mm-hmm. so yeah exactly I really love that yeah it's always a good feeling to just get more information and be constantly improving that's how I learned like how to teach was just me watching other instructors at the pool exactly. and, yeah. and just listening like I'd be teaching my own class but I'd be listening into what other people were saying and be like, oh, yeah. that's a really good idea. Like I should probably try that, you know, and also just asking too, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, I have this swimmer. I'm having a tough time doing this X, Y, Z. Do you have any ideas? Do you have any tips? Anything that yeah. you use that you know works, right? I always ask people because yeah. there's always different like things you never thought of that other teachers use. Especially right. in adult classes, because there's so much that can possibly you could possibly work on with adult classes. Yeah. Right. Because Especially- adult classes everyone's physically capable at that point. You don't have to wait for age like teaching a, t- a right. kid. You can start, you're starting from the ground up. However, everyone can do everything it's just how you're going to introduce that slowly so it's always nice to be um they're struggling with this any tips for this specific movement right it's always nice to see um so now we're going to get into our quick fire round so for everyone listening this these are questions that um kara has not seen uh and ever and she will be answering them live okay okay so first question favorite food steak favorite artist taylor swift Mm. cats or dogs dogs boo (laughs) early bird or night owl night owl Mm. pie or cake cake pie pie i'm a pie person favorite smell Mm -hmm. Uh, like salt water, like ocean okay. water. That's yep. a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, well, speaking of ocean water, we have, well, not ocean, but favorite beach in Toronto. All right. Since uh, you've been to multiple beaches, I guess in the world. Yeah. <laughs> favorite beach cool. in the world you've ever been oh, to. Oh, I went to Barbados. That was my favorite beach. That's mm. a good one. Do you have a favorite beach in Toronto though? Uh, I feel like uh, just on Toronto Island because I used to go there all the time when I was younger. Mm-hmm. They are good. Where will you be in five years? Where do you see yourself? Uh, well, I guess I'd be graduating university and with a job 
I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know. That's yeah. Cool. Um, big city or countryside? Big city. Mm. Big city. Last book you read? Uh, the Murder on the Orient Express. Mm. Ah, Agatha Christie is here, I guess. Yes. Um, English or science? English. And what to you is the meaning of life? Uh, I feel like finding happiness. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, Kara, for chatting with us. You're welcome. Uh, it was really great uh, learning about all of your swimming experiences and getting some good quick fire answers in there. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we actually, our next episode, episode three will be with Sarah. Um, yes. And we look forward to chatting with her then. But for now, Carol, we wish you the best of luck. Kara's actually moving to New York um, soon. Wow. She's going to school there. Um, woohoo. So uh, <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. And thank you so much for chatting with us. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was an amazing second episode, an amazing first guest, and it was a time where we now had three competitive swimmers talking to each other. Well, so I feel yeah, like we like talked a lot more about pre-competitive swimming. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. It was great. Uh, we hope you enjoyed, uh, and this concludes another Seal Spotlight, the very first swim teacher podcast. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.